Hello, everyone. Hello! My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily! Did I do a good job? Yeah, there was like a, there was like a fluctuation in there, like high to low to high. Is that like a, uh, it'd be like a pitch bender or something like that. I thought of it just now as an ombre of sound. <laughs> yes, uh, that would be the exact way of describing that, like a... a bending pitch yeah. or it's not quite the same thing anyways i'm talking nerdy audio talk let's not do that anymore <laughs> hey matt welcome to the podcast um this is a podcast called tbd mm-hmm. i've heard of it have you <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure um, it's all over my uh it's all over my facebook feed yeah we talk about friendship we talk about tea and we talk about topics matt and i are friends we bring our friends on this and week we have a friend everyone speaks on this show everyone speaks mm-hmm we have tea. We drink tea throughout the entire conversation. Literally, whenever I say anything, just picture me drinking tea. Also, Matt and our guest, but mostly just me. Um, and we share the things we're interested in with each other. Great. This is the first time we've done a recap of what the show's about in a while. I know. I felt good. I felt good about that one. Welcome. This is episode 52. This is the last of the first year of our podcast. Oh. This is episode 52, just so we all know that which doesn't make it the year anniversary as i've also discussed because that would be 53 (laughs) this is hard it's the math talk i don't think i would have realized it's 53 and except this episode comes out in or today's date is uh february 28th i think (laughs) yeah february 28th and uh i know that we started the podcast in march so the anniversary has to be in march it's weird the week before your birthday is the 52nd week of the... Uh, no, I, I, am, I, <laughs> I am picking up what you're putting down. I know. It's just the things you don't think about till you either have a podcast or you're really high or something. <laughs> <laughs> don't be ashamed. You can laugh all you want. Uh, speaking of this laughter that you're hearing. <laughs> I uh, laughed too early. It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. We, we at the TBD podcast appreciate all forms of laughter no matter when it happens welcome to the podcast stage thank you the friend of the pod kate sola moving <laughs> <laughs> back and forth um, um kate welcome to the show i'm so excited to laugh without reservation right now That's great. um i know kate from an improv class mm-hmm. um that was the uh i can never remember the name but it was about harold's we did it with zach willits Zach Willis, yes. Yeah. And I remember coming in the first day and seeing you and Alex mm-hmm. and feeling like a great sense of relief knowing somebody because mm-hmm. it is really intimidating yeah. walking in on the first day. Yeah. This is Alex Royston of a previous podcast episode. Mm, yeah. Two even. Two even, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and I'm, I would say you don't know Matt well, but once you saw him at a bar. And you were like, you're that TBD guy. I sure did. Mm-hmm. I saw you at the bar I work at, at Hudson Hound, with mm-hmm. our friend Shannon, Shannon Potato. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I, I just think that's funny that I know everybody and they have no idea who I am. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a big fan girl of comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I knew about TBD and I was just like, you're friends with my friends and here you are in front of me. Yeah. You're Matt. <laughs> I was I like, know you. hello. 
<laughs> that must have been like kind of weird but fun. Like you're a little bit oh, of it's a great. celebrity. He did immediately text me. It makes me feel I mean I can't say immediately, but make, yeah. yeah, I don't know how soon after I did, but I did text you. <laughs> it does make me feel pretty cool. It happened again recently too. Someone else who said said like, Oh, you do that podcast. Yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> I think that's really great, um, mm-hmm. getting recognized for the yeah. thing that you love. That's I put awesome. it on my improv resume for my Lloyd edition. Yeah, yeah. I had to put them on my same resume because you told me you put it on yours. <laughs> um, if I had done this show earlier, then I would have put it on mine. Ooh. Wow, yeah. wouldn't that have been something? Add it to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all these people are like, uh, you know, on the panel, the audition panel, <laughs> and they're like, why does everybody put this on their resume? Anyone who's anyone <laughs> trying out for Lloyd. Has, uh, it's a, a prerequisite now. Mm-hmm. I want. I think it's potentially true that everyone who's been on this podcast, or no, something like ninety-five percent of the people who've been on this podcast have auditioned for Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, there's only maybe like a handful of people who have. <laughs> like off the top of my head, three. We've had we have a few non-comedians yeah. on the show. Yeah, none yeah, of it's the majority. Yeah, yeah. Um, but almost everyone else, <laughs> either this year or last year, at some point, you know. Yeah. And maybe those people just aren't like professionally comedian, like, you know, professional comedians. Maybe they just are. Yeah. Because like they yeah. know you mm-hmm. and we flock together. Yes. Yeah. We all We're flock. Crew. We're flock. Crew. Uh, someone yesterday described UCB as a cult. And I was like, well, I'm bring in a me, cult, so it's fine. Bring me that Kool-Aid. I love our cult. It's you, great. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this cult thing the other day, the improv cult. Yeah. And I was kind of like, you know, I think the one thing that separates improv from a real cult is that real cults don't go around going hey i think we're in a cult like they just yeah. right like i mean yeah. i've never been in one unless the improv one is true <laughs> <laughs> you might you might be but. uh but um, i assume they don't just go around hey you know this is a cult <laughs> right i assume scientologists which is one day will be a topic of mine as something i'm interested in not that i am because it's a bad thing um oh, i assume they're not talking it's, about it's, cults like they're not going like hey i'm a scientologist i'm in a cult they're like hey i'm a scientologist this is my religion I'm insane. I'm gonna lock the wife of the leader in a in a room and not see her for years. Uh, here goes our whole sci- Scientology demographic. That whole demo. <laughs> oh yeah, you really alienated them with that one. Sorry, Leah they're Re- not allowed to listen to this anymore because I'm being negative towards the religion. Wait, do you guys know that Leah Remini? Like, um, oh my I god, it's my favorite show. Like, uh, that's an exaggeration. I didn't watch it, but like I know of it, so, so good. I'm an expert. Um, but <laughs> she was like, you know, she's out of it yeah. and she's like seen the light. And I mean, I trust Leah Remini. Um, her show is amazing. Yeah. Um, I have watched all but one episode because I just don't, I don't want it to be gone. Um, <laughs> but she is taking them down. It's a great show. Everyone should watch it. What is it? Is it on uh, Scientology or in HBO the or? Aftermath. And no, it's on whatever website. Not website. It's on whatever like channels. It's on it's website. Like a series. Docu-series, oh, kind of. I want to say Lifetime, but I don't think that's true. Any? Yes. That's so much more legit than Lifetime. <laughs> what a guess that was. If that's, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is A&E, but I'm not, I, you know, I'm, listen, I'm not 100% sure. It's like a... There's AMC. That's a it's not that. Because I would have associated that with The Walking Dead. Mm. And I have no Walking Dead association with. Okay. Do you still watch The Walking Dead? No. But I did in my past life. I know. Well, I feel like that's like the most abandoned show in the history. Like, it was so crazy popular like outrageously popular and now no one I, well i'm not saying no one i mean people obviously still watch the show <laughs> yeah what happened why did, where did everything i think it go? just went off the rails yeah. and i think it just kept going yeah like 
those kind of shows kind of need to end at, end at some point. Yeah. Um, did any, did either of you listen to the, um, oh God, something John, Killing John, Clever John, John. Clever John. Clever John. <laughs> That's a good nickname. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was made into a TV show, but it started out as a podcast. It was something John. But the whole, like there was like this through line through the whole podcast that one of the women affected by this man named John, who's, I can't remember the adjective used to describe him. She was really into The Walking Dead. And then at the end, <laughs> spoiler alert, she uses what she's learned from The Walking Dead to fend off an attack by this John man, and she kills him. I wow. buy that so much uh, because I feel like Law & Order SVU has <laughs> made me a sleuth. So <laughs> absolutely. Walking Dead, making you able to like protect yourself. 100. Yeah. This- yeah. I have a, here's a, I have a, this is, if I didn't already have a podcast, here's my, here's my <laughs> podcast idea. I came up with this at some point, but I was like, I already have a podcast. I can't have another one. <laughs> you had two for a while. I did sort of, but I, yeah, lower production value on the other one, <laughs> which says a lot because the production value on this, ep- this show isn't very high. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm impressed. Uh, yeah. I Thank just you. don't, we don't edit very, I don't know, whatever. Um, and, uh, oh, here's my pitch. This is my podcast idea. Uh, you get a group of people on, you get like, it's like, there's a host or then, yeah, there's kind of a host or there's not necessarily a host. You just like put a bunch of people and like record and then you just have someone like running the, the equipment or whatever. Dirty and John. That's the name. Dirty John. <laughs> and, uh, this, my show is going to be called Clever John and, <laughs> uh, and you just give them, I guess you would need a host. You'd need someone to sort of like have the rules, but you give them like a scenario of an apocalypse or like some sort of like survival situation. So like um, zombies or whatever. And then they just, you you just make the people on your podcast, like figure out how to survive. I guess it's sort of like Dungeons and Dragons, (laughs) but you're, you're, everything is like the world's ending uh, and you have to like guide them or you, you sort of like say, these are the supplies you have or whatever. It's like a skate room. Kinda, kinda. Um, but you just, it's like all, it's, there's no like, I guess there's no right answer necessarily. Yeah. Other than the host can sort of like go like, I guess you, it's like, oh, there's a disaster. It's like Sim City. You guys ever play Sim City? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I played Oregon Trail this morning. This morning? I yeah. played it on Christmas. Why, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Dying of dysentery, apparently. Oh, my entire family drowned. Oh, no. Did you do, like, you uh, didn't repair your wagon properly? Um, No, it was at the end and you had to like, use your controls on your computer to like guide your wagon down the river because I couldn't afford to um, take the path. Um, that sucks. Because I started as a form- farmer and they don't get very much money. They don't and they deserve more money. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I like I was literally almost at the end and my four family members died. I'm so sorry. What were their names? Because um, <laughs> I named mine after like uh, when I was playing it, like my nephew and mm-hmm. the cat. Um, uh, I went Emily, uh-huh. Claire, uh-huh. which is my middle name, Kathy, Jean, which is my mom's middle name, and then Vegas, which is my dog's name. And my mom, when I told her to, that I was recording the podcast today, she said to tell everyone that our dogs are so good. So Vegas is a great puppy. Nice. That's Wait, all. is Kathy your mom's name? Yeah. That is my mom's name. Oh, what? Yeah. oh my God. This is like Batman versus Superman all over again. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Wait, which one am I? 
Uh, you, you guys could be either one because think, they have I the same. Their moms have the same name. That's the. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> I, I don't have a preference on which one to be. I want to be Batman. Okay, I'll okay. be Superman. But you know what? Can they be friends in this one? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Is it in the end? I haven't seen this movie. I will never <laughs> see this movie. Aren't they friends in the nah, end? Are they friends in the end? I would say they have a mutual respect, but are not friends. And also, Superman dies at the end. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody who's listening, sorry for that. It, but also, reverse spoiler, he gets resurrected later. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I haven't even seen that movie, but I know it's true. <laughs> Matt, we need to real quick go back to your podcast idea. Cause oh, I, yeah. Oh, I think I was done. <laughs> um, I, think, oh. I think we could do that as a special episode one day. Okay. Let's do it. Thank it. Um, Apocalypse episode. No. Um, I think here's here was part of my original thought. I think I was sort of rambling about it. You would say, the host would sort of be like, here's the situation. You get to take, like, it'd sort of be like, this is this is the scenario. You get to take five things from your house. What five things do you take? And, like, that's part of the game of it all or whatever. And you sort of decide whether those answers are good. Or you could be like, oh, you're in a restaurant. Where do you hide? Or, like, like mm-hmm. it'd be stuff like that. Let's do the special episode someday. <laughs> would you have, like, predetermined answers? Or, like, you know, you would improvise it like oh that's crazy that you brought your chapstick i'd say as like the host your job would almost to be like to prove why all of them were a bit why anything is a bad choice like it's it's just constantly making people second guess (laughs) their decisions (laughs) i like it i think it's good i'd also want it to be funny so i'd have to (laughs) um real quick we have to get to t-talk soon but quick question two-part question what do you think is your favorite type of apocalyptic situation to like watch in a movie and two, which one would you survive? Kate, go. Okay. I guess, uh, like, yeah, a zombie thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like, um, I, I don't like scary movies, but I like parodies of them. So like Shaun of the dead. Uh, and I like when they're holed up in the pub, it seems familiar to me since I'm a bartender. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I would like that because I would know what to do, but Mm -hmm. also, have a stash of things to enjoy, like food and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, how would I survive? Or which one would you be most likely to survive? Like, a, I like, think it, I think I'd be more likely to survive that because I would use my like wits to to just like probably hide mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in clever spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I would be very um, like on the defense, mm-hmm. not on the offense at all. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. What? What are the kinds so of I'm apocalypse? Thinking, okay, so zombie, zombie obvi. obviously. There's zombie. like the climate one, nuclear, kind nuclear. Of. Yeah. Um. Then there's like some other sort of cataclysmic event, and like sure, we just run uh, out of resources. Bird box. Oh, some sort of alien creature like Bird Box or the Sound One. Quiet place. <laughs> Thank you. Uh huh. Um. Uh, and there's like, probably w- ones we haven't even imagined, yeah. right? Like dolphins or something. Oh, it's on The Simpsons. Oh. Simpsons did it. Yeah, I didn't um, make that up. <laughs> but like I, a resource scarcity one, I think would be another. I one. will say that that dolphin thing—that is not even the first time I've heard someone like say they made that up, and I have to go. It's from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> like in recent, like a month ago, it happened to me, and I was like, it's so weird that people keep bringing up The Simpsons, uh, yeah. the yeah. dolphin one. Anyways, sharks. That's a different. That's different. Sharknado. Ooh, Sharknado. Oh yes, great, great flick. Um, what's yeah? So there's like, I mean, there's like uh, Mac, like Mad Max Fury Road sort of style, where it's just like 
we've run out of resources. Mm-hmm. Resources and then like dictatory scenarios, right? Yeah. Roping gangs of. The, yeah, like The Road was mm-hmm. that way, mm-hmm. uh, which was a pretty great movie. Did you guys I've see that? I've only read the book. I never saw the is it um i'm sure the book is good but i feel like the movie adds like a tenseness to it that mm-hmm. just wouldn't be possible in a book yeah in a way that yeah it's a really well done movie in that way yeah. uh it's very sad which apocalypse would you want to be in emily <laughs> um so i'm going to tell you something about myself i wouldn't survive any of them um <laughs> but if i had to be in one and i think there was a chance i would survive uh something i feel like a climate one Mm-hmm. or like 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 from uh what's the movie end of the end of the what world? was the one with no. uh interstellar i don't i haven't seen that movie Wait, interstellar there's like it's like famine on earth and then the whole i mean they don't spend much time with that but the reason they're trying to explore outer space is to find a place for humanity to move to because uh, there's a blight on like all crops or something is Interstellar the one where, like, with the bookshelf shaking? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. And with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh-huh. And Matt uh, Damon. Right. And Matt Damon is in it. And he's and a bad so, guy. Yeah. That's a, like now that's him. a spoiler alert. Sorry. I'm spoiling. <laughs> Again, I have never seen this movie, and I will never see this movie. <laughs> he's got... It's, like... It's, it's actually a really cool cameo. Because, like, you don't expect him to be there. You expect him to be Goodwill Hunting every time. Yeah. And then he's... Yeah. Not. And it's disappointing. I, uh, I think I would. I think any kind of like survival kind of apocalypse, like something like the road. You're a Boy Scout. Yes, ex- were, entirely. Why you were <laughs> like, a Boy Scout? Yeah. Wow. Eagle Scout. Eagle Scout. And I'm uh, so I think like I probably could survive better than most people, just like out in the wilderness. I think if it was a zombie or something, apocalypse or something. And I'm forced to now fight zombies or whatever. Like, I don't have that skill. (laughs) Um, And that would be way more. I think knowing that there's something like chasing you is way more terrifying than knowing that you just need to survive. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, I so I have two thoughts on this thing is that one, my favorite apocalyptic thing I've ever experienced is not the movie, but the book form of World War Z which is like a, it's post the apocalypse. All the zombies are gone, but they like interview people from who like worked throughout the whole thing. It's like very interesting. And I think about it all the time, even though I think a lot of people don't like it as much as I do. It's my favorite form of apocalyptic genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would not survive a zombie apocalypse or any apocalypse specifically because I have glasses. Yeah. Once they're gone, once these break, which if you're chasing, if zombies are chasing after you all the time, they're breaking. Yeah. I can't see. A person comes walking up to me. I'm like, oh, a person, yay. It eats my face. You're, you're not wrong about, wait, what's your prescription? Like, I'd be fine without these glasses. Um, I don't know, but I mean, it's not great. I don't know the number, but like you need them for sure. I do need them, yeah. Yeah, mine's kind of like you're a little blurry yeah. without them, but yeah. I'll be okay without them. I won't die in a zombie apocalypse without them. Yeah, I would die in a zombie apocalypse yeah. without them. Yeah. It's a sketch idea. I have no one steal it. Oh, oh. Yeah, no one steal my podcast idea. Can I can I just like be on both of them and like I won't steal yeah. the idea? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I have to write that sketch and do something with it. Great. Um, uh, 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 let's move on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I drank all my tea already. It's okay. We have more tea. We have more tea. Yeah. Um, pour you some more. Do you I'm want some more? Do the song. No, I'm, okay I'm gonna do the song. I'm gonna do the song where Matt pours the tea. Tea talk. Tea talk. Tea talk. Tea talk. 
talk, 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 talk. Um, so the tea we're talking today, we're talking tea today. Um, it is organic Saigon chai from David's Tea. It is a black tea, and it's a uh, catchphrase. I don't know if it's catchphrase. I'll say it. It says, spice it up. Organic Saigon chai, spice it up. Um, this is a chai tea. Um, <laughs> ingredients. They're organic. Black tea from India. And then there's a, then there's an asterisk. Where does the last asterisk? Oh, it's fair trade. Um, yeah. The asterisk is to say fair trade. Yep. Um, they could say black, fair trade black tea from India, but it's fine. Um, they're Canadian, so <laughs> they're they, write, Canadian. they write things differently. No. Um, ginger, cinnamon, cloves, pink peppercorns, which if you look at the tea picture we post on DVD podcast at, uh, at Instagram, <laughs> you can see the pimp, uh, the pink peppercorns. I specifically put them in the picture for a reason. Cardamom is another <laughs> ingredient with organic vanilla cream and natural ginger and cinnamon flavoring it's a lot going on yep yep that's the tea and you said it was david's tea yep yep that's Um, the canadian part (laughs) what's the difference between cinnamon and cinnamon flavoring um i think probably the cinnamon has like real cinnamon like probably like crushed up sticks yeah when the other one's like a cinnamon oil type thing um this is so good yeah it's delicious it is good it's like a solid chai it's like got a little bit of a little extra spice um, I can taste the cinnamon, but, but it's like not overpowering. With yeah. the like vanilla, it's really mm-hmm. mellow. And I love the pink peppercorn. Yeah. It's 45% um, fair trade certified. Oh, I didn't read the full. Well, that's not even majority. Yeah, that's weird. Right. If I you're going to start, you're going to start fair trading. You might as well do 100%, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I guess you got to start somewhere though. Yeah. Uh, good, on, good on them. Yeah. yeah they tried. Yeah. Um, I want to touch a little bit more on this Canada thing I said earlier. <laughs> Because I was not privy to David C. being Canadian until Emily told me before we started recording today. <laughs> but they you gotta spell- read the Wikipedia article. Cinnamon flavoring, flavoring, you better believe is spelled F-L-A-V-O-U-R-I-N-G. I like a U. So, mm-hmm. British yeah. spelling. Um, can I tell a fun fact about a previous podcast guest? Yeah. Katie Abate mm-hmm. uh, spent her high school years in Canada and refused the entire time to change her spelling. To the U, like yeah. color and yeah. such. Color. I hope she corrects me, tra- corrects me on that and adds more information. Katie, I love you. Share share your story. Uh, the ingredients are both written in English and in French. Another Canadian thing to do. And uh, it also says so. It says USDA organic, but it also says Canada organic, and uh, whatever uh, biolog biologic Canada. Sure. Quebec. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say that it's it's got it all. It's got a lot going on here. <laughs> and the box, it says the box was made in Canada on the bottom. Does it make you like curious as to what would be organic USDA and not Canadian or vice versa? Like, do they have the same standard? I do wonder which one's more rigorous. Right. Like, because otherwise, why name both? I mean, I guess... Well, because they sell it in both countries. That's what I'm thinking. Like how they've put both prices on books. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess here, for example, like the Canadian one, like the, like the American USDA, I recognize that logo because I've seen it on other organic food here, but the Canadian one, I wouldn't recognize. So I assume in Canada, they're, they don't like the USDA one. They're like, I don't know what that means. Right. So they put both. Yeah. 
Saigon Chai. <laughs> chai de Saigon. Wow. So French. Also written on here. Can I see the tea for a second? There you go. Um, so, so what other flavors do you taste in this tea, guys? Oh, man. I right like to the cardamom. You, I can yeah, mm-hmm. taste that. It's really nice. Ooh. Very, it smells very cinnamony. I mean, cinnamon, I think, is in... You don't really have chai without cinnamon, yeah. I don't think. No. Uh, but that's a pretty strong t- smell. Um, I'm investigating the way the tea looks, and you can see the red peppercorns. Um, it also looks like there's chunks of bark. I'm going to pass it to Kay. You can open it up and smell if you want. Yeah. It does. It, it kind of just looks like a beautiful potpourri. Yeah, it does kind of look like Rather than potpourri. like a tea. Most teas look like potpourri. The best teas look yes. like the best potpourri. Teas, yeah. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm used to like a basic tea bag. I don't really get like the fancy stuff mm-hmm. like this. I'll get um, at most like a mixed box of like celestial seasoning, mm-hmm. something or other. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Take a whiff of that. It's nice. Snorting uh, tea here. Yeah, we're like... It smells... <laughs> hopping it smells like a vanilla e chai. Yeah. Like you can smell it. I like Ooh. to do a chai latte. I love chai. It's mm-hmm. great. I love chai lattes. Yeah. Oh, I almost got one today and I forgot to do it. But it's okay because now I'm drinking this. <laughs> oh, did you guys ever smoke clove cigarettes in high school? <laughs> no. My friends and I smoked cloves. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very... I don't know. We were degenerates. You sound pretty cool. They were cool. Um. And, but it uh, clove cigarettes kind of... Chai kind of chai tea reminds me of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've smelled clove cigarettes in the f- sense that I've been around other people smoking them. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I would know the difference between a clove cigarette and any other type of cigarette. No, no, no. You would. That it's means you very, haven't smell, yeah. smelled. Yeah. They're a clove very cigarette. different. They smell really nice, and regular cigarettes smell gross. Yeah, no that's true. Yeah. To everybody, but yeah, they're I, not. No. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree that they. Can I ask a question? Smell better. Yeah. Is the seasoning clove in a clove cigarette? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there's like strawberry beaties. There's all sorts of like nice smelling things you can smoke. Do they have any tobacco at all? Um, I think it's tobacco maybe, but it's not like carcinogen. Mm. They're kind of like, I don't know, natural. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. They're not great for you, but there's less, probably right. less tobacco in them. Less yeah. like chemicals on it. It's pre- it's pretty much like tobacco and like natural stuff and maybe like not nicotine and stuff. Uh, well, I, don't know. I mean, if it has other ingredients, it's got less of that stuff in it, but I don't, yeah, I don't know how that works. Yeah. It's not my world. I've never smoked any kind of cigarette of any it's, kind. I, I have not either. I was like 16 when I smoked those, so it was like 18 years ago. <laughs> I don't really, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you left it in your teens. I did. Yeah. Um, good, good for you. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, why smoke anything besides weed, right? Ugh. All the other things are so bad. I think I'm too much of a goody two shoes. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I buy that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I drink. Back in the Boy Scouts, you'd smoke. Uh, Oh God. You'd like light a f- you'd like light a stick on fire and put it in your mouth and be like, "Look, I'm smoking." Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I uh, just like when it was cold the other day, was pretending I was smoking like I'm five. It's fun. it's fun to pretend you're smoking. Sure. Oh, I here's a I don't know if, I don't think I ever said this on here. I used to I used to keep a pack of candy cigarettes in my in my car. Wait, the kind that like are like solid sticks or the ones that were like gum that puffed a powder puff. No, these were just like the chalky stick mm-hmm. things. I think I've these, had the gum kind. Yeah, I think they like I I don't know if that was later or at the same time. Like when I I feel like when I first knew what candy cigarettes were, I just knew them as like the chalky crumbly crappy kind of candy yeah, and then l- later in my life i think 
some I started I started finding the gum kind and I was like is this what's this <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I just never saw the gum when I was younger or if that was like the new version of it I think the kids were complaining they didn't look real enough yeah so but uh they don't they, they have like the the part that's supposed to be like um lit it's just got like orange like mm-hmm. a dab of orange paint on it yeah and then like even this it looks like um it looks like if you took like a q-tip and then like left it in water and it like puffed out like the the cardboard i guess q-tips yeah. aren't made of cardboard anymore <laughs> but uh yeah they look crappy anyways i would keep them in my car and anytime if i i didn't have that many friends who'd smoked <laughs> but if i was around them i would like smoke my candy cigarettes <laughs> It was a little bit I had. I was. I've always been quite funny, you guys. Oh wow! I don't think I've honestly ever been more mad at you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever loved you more. It's uh, funny. Yeah. I do. I was divisive I, comment. I'm like a real life. I I was like a troll before that was like both a negative thing and a thing we associated with the internet. Like How in many? real life, I would just do stuff like that just to like fuck with people yeah yeah I'm like fuck it with people. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How many times did you have to buy a new pack of candy cigarettes? <laughs> um not often not often but like the trick like it's so fun because you could like eat like you can eat them funny you'd be like have it in your mouth and they'll be like is that a candy cigarette and you just go whoop and you'd stick it in your mouth and eat the thing and it's fun sometimes people think they are sometimes people if i would do them because i'm i was enough of a troll where i would do it in front of strangers as well and they'd be like (laughs) can i bum one and they would see me doing it and i would just like eat the thing and they're like what are you doing (laughs) That's great. I was a weirdo. I have two things to say about cigarettes. Mm-hmm. One, um, I have been made fun of for how I uh, improv cigarettes and smoking marijuana in improv scenes because <laughs> I do it wrong. Um, I think, you know what, to each their own and I'm allowed to fake smoke however I want to fake smoke. Um, I don't know fake phone though. You know what I mean? No fake phone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two, when I was younger. This is a, a common aim for the uh, Kate and other girls listeners. Do you know like those like fancy bow berets they had and you would unclip them and you like stick them in their hair, but there was a part you could take out that was like the mechanism, the bouncing mechanism. Sure. Yeah. I would take that out and pretend I was smoking with it. And my mom got really mad at me one day. Oh. Um, wow. So. Cause she <laughs> was worried you were maybe going to like, uh, that she was like smoked. a gateway. Well, she smoked. Mm-hmm. She, you know, that's has such quit. A- that's such a parent thing, though. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. No. Right? But she yeah. has... I'm really proud of her. No, I'm, I'm proud of her, too. Good oh, job, For Kat. over a year. Yeah. That's great. I love her. That's that's very nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Anyways, those are my smoking stories. Don't um, tell me how to smoke fake cigarettes. Your smoking the barrette makes me think of, since I was raised vegetarian, I would pretend broccoli was a chicken drumstick. And my parents, uh, I don't think they liked it. But they didn't <laughs> They didn't yell at me for it. It's so weird. It's so weird stuff like that that... Like kids just play. Kids like to pretend. <laughs> kids see stuff, and yeah. then they're like, "I'm not allowed to do that, so I'm going to do it this way." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Man, I don't know how I would hold a cigarette. I guess I know. I guess I conceptually like a know. Two finger thing, right? Yeah, I conceptually know how to do it, but I would be awkward about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think because I know I don't have the confidence to do it because I've never done it for real, <laughs> only with candy cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you always pull it out of your rolled up T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pack it real tight yeah. my white my white tee and mm-hmm. my or I, if i'm wearing my denim jacket i just stick it in there. Mm-hmm. yeah depends what you're wearing yeah how cold is matt it? yeah i think you should bring this bit back uh yeah it's a pretty good bit i don't know as many people who smoke anymore i honestly think it'd be, make a great video 
like you just going up to people smoking cigarettes oh, just it's like one of those uh can i get a light yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is i'm some i'm really passive about it like i probably would be embarrassed to go up to somebody and pretend i'm smoking like that like to say like can i get a light i yeah that would be embarrassing for me but what i would do is just smoke my cig my candy cigarette next to this person and like wait for them to comment on it totally i'm more i'm that way <laughs> i think we should like set you up on a brick wall right leaning against it uh on like a popular corner yeah yeah and then passers by just see their reaction okay let's do it like a sad penguin video but it's just you smoking candy cigarettes you know yeah you see that do you remember that and you know the, the nice oh. thing about candy cigarettes is they don't burn out they don't you yeah. just keep doing it <laughs> yeah um it's time um i love this conversation i have another conversation i love i have one thing to ask you kate before we get to the most important question of all time yeah you've touched on this but what is your relationship to tea i love tea i think it's great I don't drink it as much as I'd like, I guess. Mm. Um, I find to be something that I turn to if my throat hurts or if I'm not feeling well, I'll drink so much tea. It's insane. Um, but I don't drink it as casually as I think I'd, mm. as I'd like to. I'm, I drink coffee all the time because I need you know, a lot of energy for mm. all the things. I'm always trying to uh, bounce around yeah. and do stuff. But I love tea and I like all sorts. Um, but particularly, like I said, I like a chai latte. So when I do get one, um, it's often like a soy chai latte. Mm -hmm. That's what I, uh, my go-to for a tea. I get soy chai lattes when I'm feeling frisky. I get frisky. a regular chai latte when I'm nice. not feeling so frisky. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. I was just feeling frisky today. I didn't have a chai latte this okay. morning. Uh, it's only, I've actually tried to limit the amount of Starbucks I'm having, and that's by Starbucks order. Yeah. With a shot of espresso in the mornings because I'm very sleepy. But as I'm trying to eliminate that from my life. Um, Starbucks is like, Emily, you're doing, you're too much. No, it's like the closest coffee shop to work. I spend too much money there. I, I feel like I've gained some weight recently and I would like to lose it. So I'm starting with my Starbucks. Fair. Because you're just... Uh, getting like a snack along with your Starbucks? No, because it's just like the Starbucks in and of itself is just so many calories. Yeah, I mean chai, a chai lattes. There's some. There's a good amount of like, sugar, in sugar it. and yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's so good. Yeah, I mean that's uh, there's a reason they're delicious. Good. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm not here to say they're not. They're yeah. delicious. Um, but one of my New Year's resolutions is to have Starbucks once every other week. Whoa, yeah. that's that is quite a. Not having it very much at all. I yeah. would say once every other week. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Once a week seemed too much. I started like making my own coffee and I feel like such a grown up. Yeah. Um, I love Starbucks because it's easy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, then besides calorically for the snacks and the drinks, it's like, you know, you're spending a lot of money. Yeah. So I just started making. I have a Mr. Coffee now and he's mm -hmm. my best friend. Mm -hmm. I'm drinking more coffee at work that I'll make at work. Yeah. Provided. That's provided. nice because they pay for it. They pay for it. Yeah. And it's just coffee. It's not a Keurig, is it? It is, but that's what they have. All right. I mean, it's not like you have one at your house. Right? I They're actually bad. do, but I don't use it for, like, I don't use cups very often. Mm -hmm. I use it for hot water. They have reusable cups. I know, but I don't make coffee at home. Yeah. yeah. So. But the cups themselves are kind of like a carbon footprint. No. Yes, no. they are bad. Yeah. Or not great. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't use cups that often. 
And they're not recyclable. They're not recyclable. Sometimes if I do have cups, I will like like clean them out and stuff and just take the plastic part. And then at school, I have a makerspace for my kids and I take the plastic part that I've like washed out Mm -hmm. and they like build stuff out of it. And I feel better about it. No, that's That's great. Pretty good. Thanks. I love um oh, I you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 like upcycling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's actually I mean, if it's going to go to good use, it's actually in a lot of ways better than recycling because recycling requires a lot of like chemicals and manufacturing process. So if you're just gonna use it for something else and actually gets another use that's that's really productive out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kids love crafting. Oh my god, yeah. they love it so much. Because actually I'm gonna I'm gonna I have a little environmental downer. Like reusable bags are only good if you use them like all the time and a lot um, because they cost a lot to manu- reusable bags cost a lot to manufacture. Mm-hmm. So like it's weird. Like, you know, you are making less garbage because you're using less plastic bags, but the process to make the reusable bag is like a pain in the ass, environmentally speaking. <laughs> so in order to make it worthwhile, you have to like, constantly be using your you know reusable bags uh like i think it takes like a thousand uses or something like that oh my god i always forget them oh my god i always forget that i was just thinking i'm the worst because i'll buy a new one at trader joe's like i'll just Mm. i've got like six of them um yeah this is a a a real Mm. good place points scenario problem a good place the good place the good place do you watch a good place i don't and okay i won't say anything i've been meaning um it's good but in it uh, a recent theme has been that it's impossible to be a good person in today's modern age because of the choices you have to make. And that is a classic ex- classic example. Yes, you don't know like the down or the upstream effects of the good you're doing. Like yeah, right. you're like, reusable bags, good, but it's like hiding the fact that it no. takes a lot of energy to uh, create the bags in the first place. Totally. Anyways. Kate, I have a question for you. Oh, it's yes. It's the most important question I'm going to ask all night. All right, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Would you describe this <laughs> organic Saigon try by David's tea as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? It's absolutely my cup of tea. I've already slurped down too. No. Oh. And I enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Good. One for one so far. Matt. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Matt. Mm-hmm. Matthew. Mm-hmm. Both would acceptable. You des- <laughs> would you describe this tea that I'm holding in my hand mm-hmm. that is called Organic Sa- Saigon Chai by David Stee. As your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? I also love chais, as we were mentioning. Sometimes when you have, so like a chai latte at like a Starbucks or most places, is they take this kind of chai, but they, you know, it's enhanced with other ingredients, mm-hmm. milk most notably. Um, but it's also just prepared separately. Like often if you go to a cafe, they make a bunch, they either have like chai concentrate or they make it like if they make it themselves all the better. I think Starbucks just has like a carton, right? a carton of, of the stuff. And, um, and sometimes I'll get this kind of chai that it's like the, the not pre-made kind of stuff. And it's kind of disappointing because I want the crummy pre-made stuff. <laughs> like yeah. I want that. Like it's just, it's bad for you. And I like that or whatever, <laughs> but this is easily, the best version of a chai that isn't like the chai latte thing that I've probably ever had. So in summary, this is my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> man, that was a beautiful answer. I think David's relieved. David. Of David. David's. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it sounded for a minute like you were going to say, nope. 
I know. I love to throw people for a loop. <laughs> I've only like once or twice given a no to tea. Which one was that? Uh, it's probably a blueberry one that we had one week. Like, oh, what was the recent one? That, oh, that pear tea I didn't like. One of the pear ones. We've had a bunch of recent pear flavored um, teas. I can't. The first one we had, whatever that was. The black one. I don't remember. There was one recently. <laughs> um, he also there was this one tea we had that was an herbal tea that neither of us liked. Oh, that's unfortunate. I can't remember what it was called. It's a good thing you guys did that podcast and now everyone can know that that tea sucks yeah <laughs> i still have it i still make it as iced tea every once in a while because i just gotta get it gotta got gotta get it out of there waste not want not no yeah. emily gave me a bunch of cinnamon this other tea that's like a cinnamon herbal because she didn't like it but i was like this tea is great <laughs> so nice. i don't buy I, I don't buy very much tea because i keep getting it either for gifts or <laughs> it's problem. like leftover from the show or yeah. yeah i've i don't even know last time i bought like tea i make tea almost every day and i haven't bought tea in like a year because yeah. <laughs> i just keep acquiring it um i'm much more likely to say it's not my cup of tea um really yes much more likely getting to that, getting to that. emily is this chai de saigon by david's tea a canadian company <laughs> is it your cup of tea or uh, is it not your cup of tea matt i gotta say um i both agreed and disagreed with your assessment of this tea um I think it's a nice like chai. It's like thick. It's like almost latte because I put milk in it, obviously, but not like quite. It's very good. However, the best chai I've ever had that is not in a chai latte was David's tea pumpkin chai mm. from a previous episode. Um, so that's where I disagree with you. That was also very good. Oh, uh, so good. I still Just wish I had it. Up and not try it. Oh, the pumpkin was so good. You got it in the fall. Go to David's tea. Get yourself some pumpkin chai. Um, Hold on, I'm going to put it in my calendar right now. Okay, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this is also good. <laughs> Just not as good. Um, so I would describe this tea as my cup of tea. And I'm happy that there's some extra that I'm going to take home. Yeah, three for three. And now we don't have to think about having this tea anymore. It's been in our... <laughs> it's been in our... Uh, pile for a while. Pile for a while. I'm glad that you guys busted it out for me. Yeah, it's yeah. missed the cut a few times. I think because sometimes... It doesn't seem like, I mean, it's a chai tea, so it has a bunch of flavors, but it doesn't have like a crazy name or anything. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Uh, do you pick your tea based on your guest or do you just pick it on a hankering the two of you have? Um, This morning, well, the first thing we have to consider is if we want caffeine or not caffeine. Mm-hmm. We wanted caffeine. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. And so then I went through and I picked four teas that looked interesting to me mm-hmm. and I was like, Matt, choose. I think you picked the right tea for me is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know if that was like a conscious or subconscious. No. Thing, but you did Some, it. Um, sometimes if we think there's a dietary thing, we mm-hmm. might let them choose. Yeah. Um, sometimes if we can't decide, we give them some choices. Mm-hmm. Them meaning you. Sure. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I love them. That. Yeah. The, them. Um, those people. But, yeah. Cool. I'll yeah. say part of why I had been sort of declining this um, tea for a while was because it's a David's tea and we drink a lot of David's tea. And so I think I was just like, today it was kind of like, oh, we haven't had a David's tea in a while, so we can have this now. Where like a lot of other times I've been like, oh, let's hold off on another David's tea while we, you know, we drink a lot of David's tea. I want to say like a Shout quarter out. a quarter of our teas are David's tea, which they're very good. It just, I like the variety of having other brands, you know? Yeah. And they don't sponsor us, so. <laughs> I mean, they maybe should and, and probably could. They definitely should and they definitely could. Honestly, they don't even have to really give us money. 
They could just give us tea and I would accept it. But if they want to send money. I mean, I would accept both. <laughs> Shove some cash in an envelope. We're going to, yeah. I think we need to finagle this. I love Canada. I love hockey. <laughs> My team is Canadian boyfriend. Oh. I love Canada. I love your team. You do. And um, um, we always do Canadian themed things. So David's tea could be up in it. You have to have a show themed around David's tea. Yeah. Absolutely. Feel free to book us to be on that show. One thousand percent. We could do improv together. Mm-hmm. We have. We have. Since then, and tonight we will be doing it. Also, that's true. That's true. Um. Wow. Yeah. This is like a throwback because this this comes out on Thursday, and people are gonna be like, "What tonight?" And no, it's not actually tonight. Yeah, you missed it. Was it. Past this past Sunday, it's you guys. Too bad the show was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey. Talk. Complete. Tea talk done. Nice. Um, That's an extended tea talk. Um, we had stuff to discuss. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, Kate. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I do want to give you the bad news that everything we have just talked about literally does not matter. Even um, though we asked you the most important question of yeah. your life. Yeah. Uh, that it, didn't matter. It didn't matter. Because <laughs> life. from this moment on, yeah. it matters. And it's the most important thing you'll do today. Matt, Kate, what topic did you bring to us today? Well, as you guys know, I just adopted a puppy, mm-hmm. and I thought we should talk about dog adoption and Ooh. just dogs in general because I, they're just so fantastic, crazy little creatures. Oh my god! Kate. This is gonna be the cutest episode we've ever had. <laughs> I mean, I I adopted a dog uh, eight days ago, and it really changes your life. Mm-hmm. And I figured, but like. I have so many topics in a note on my phone mm-hmm. that I thought about discussing with you guys. I have to remember to ask you to tell me, tell me, I will. tell them to us. Yeah. But basically the most important thing to me right now is my sweet little guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, I want to talk you, you're my friends. I want to tell you about him anyway. Let's hear about this dog. Uh-huh. Uh, can you, uh, can you give us a rundown of the adoption process yes. that you had yeah. to go through? So that's, yeah, basically what I thought would be a really cool topic to talk about because, it's rigorous, um, and and then the, dealing with it afterward is more than you would ever have thought. So, mm-hmm. but um, going through it, so my boyfriend Morgan and I were um, we were thinking about it for a while, and then we decided to go ahead um, and do it because it seemed like the right time after the holidays and like la- we weren't traveling anymore and stuff for things. Um, so we were looking at lots. Of, we were, of course, going to adopt. There's no way I'm everybody adopt. Don't shop. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no way I'm going to go buy a puppy mill puppy. But we looked at lots of different places and asked lots of different friends. Um, and a girl that we knew um, who's basically a dog friends through comedy was fostering a puppy through Muddy Paws Rescue. We ended up meeting her and and seeing that pup, and we loved her. But then we went to the adoption uh, event. So after how every shelter is different, but through Muddy Paws, you have to be approved through a phone interview and through recommendations from people. And then um, you go to an event and you have an appointment. So we had an appointment with this other dog that ended up getting adopted, and. Uh, teary-eyed Kate goes up to the table and, and says, I need to see. 
bring me this other puppy. <laughs> bring me a dog. <laughs> bring me a dog now because I'm at PetSmart and I'm going to buy everything I need. I'm bringing a dog home today. Mm-hmm. It was just in my heart and I knew we'd find our dog and we did. And it was like this weird fate. Like the other puppy was meant to be with those people and this puppy was meant to be with us. And it, um, so we basically were just, we were eligible to get one. So we just got one that day and like... I haven't slept uh, like at all since. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh my god, this is truly going to be the cutest topic I've ever we've ever had. Um, I love that. I have a question, even pre, like the adoption process. Mm-hmm. So let's go even further back. Yeah. How did you guys decide it was the right time? Like, why did you decide I want a dog now? That, that's a yeah. complicated but easy answer. It's like. I'm 34 and I love, I want a kid, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm not quite ready for that yet. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to do that soon in a couple years, but I wanted just some little thing to just love so much. And he is, oh my God, obsessed with dogs. Mm-hmm. Like the two of us walking down the street, you see a baby stroller and you see a dog and we're both like, oh my God, like at, separately. Yeah. But me at the dog too. Yeah. But we're just, I'm broody. He's a dog lover. I'm a dog lover. And it makes sense when you're living with somebody because you've got the time. Yeah. So I always wanted one of my own. Like I had them growing up. But it was like, okay, you live with the the person you're going to, you know, be with and you are able to do it. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. We have quite different schedules because he's a teacher and I'm a bartender. Mm -hmm. So we're able to make it work. And That's, I figured it just made sense now. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I often think like even getting a cat for me right now, like I would love to have a cat and I would love to have a dog because they're so cute. Like I just like, I'm not home often enough. I'm like, I go away a lot. I would, it would be. A cat you still need to have time for, but yeah. it's not quite it's not as, as much. much as yeah. Dog. Yeah. No. Um, but then I guess a puppy. Oh boy, you guys. Mm. You can't leave the puppy alone. No, you cannot. Mainly, my biggest fear is separation anxiety. I don't want to ruin him forever. (laughs) So that's my biggest fear. So uh, it's this weird tightrope. Okay. um, What's your dog's name? You told us, but... Yeah. Uh, So for everybody. um, So his name is Atticus Ferdinand Sola Phillips. Um, But we call him Gus. And... We came to it because we were discussing... His name was Max when we got him. Maximo. But my brother's name is Max. You can't have that. He's been Max <laughs> for 32 years. I can't steal his name for my dog. So It'd be quite an insult to be like, come yeah. here, Max. And it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My little brother. The yeah. one that loves The Simpsons as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I decided, um, well, we should change that for sure. And then we went through loads of names. And I really liked a lot of like Grecian name, like Greek god, like um, type names. And then kind of every name we went through, it was like, what are people going to think when they think that name? <laughs> Where did they get that? And then we we literally looked at our bookshelf. <laughs> and we're like thinking of uh, cool ideas for like, we wanted something kind of regal because mm-hmm. he's going to be a big boy. And um Atticus seemed like a great name so Atticus is like obviously Atticus Finch mm-hmm. and then um so this is like you know uh Ferdinand the bull so he's gonna be kind mm. of like a smart gentle giant is the 
Okay. Where that okay. ev- eventually came yeah. from. And Gus, we liked. And the names like Gustav and such, we weren't as big of a fan of. So yeah. We Gustav. did. Attic Gus. Gus. Sounds kind of the same. Yeah. I get it. You get it. I, there you go. I tra- it tracked. Yeah. 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 So, um, I don't know much about dog adoption. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than, yes, I hear it's... Yes, you can either buy a puppy that was, I guess, made in a factory. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. This, this is the business part I like. I'm very confused about. Or you can adopt. And then an adopted dog, where is it coming from? Like, how did it... So, they'll come from lots of different places. Like, I know a couple that just adopted a dog from Puerto Rico. And I have friends that have from Korea. So, there's some kind of dire situations where dogs are either... There's a bunch of them because of some kind of like disaster and then, you know, they need homes for them or there's something like where they might end up being eaten and people are rescuing them for that purpose. There's like a lot of different things internationally, but when it comes to like in here in the US, there's just like a bunch of dogs that like people can't take care of, I think. Okay. And And then they go to shelters. And if it's like, and your dog's a a puppy? He's a puppy and I think the... He came from Kentucky, but he was his litter mate who was named Catherine, which is funny because that's my name. So Max and Catherine, the brother and sister dog, mm-hmm. were being fostered together. Mm-hmm. So so in Kentucky, I'm just trying to like, so there were two dogs that had puppies <laughs> in Kentucky and then they need, like they had these puppies. Or there was a dog that had puppies. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they need, they're like, we have to find a home for these puppies. So then they send them to New York because there's more people here or. I I guess so. I'm not 100% sure, but there's just like, I think there's kind of like this network of dog adoptions because when you're searching, when you just do a basic Google search, right? You can do petfinder.com and then you go on like lots of different things like North Shore Animal League is one that I was really interested in. And then it turned out North Shore Animal League was like in cahoots with Muddy Paws. And so it's just, I think, this is a weird comparison, but it's almost like an apartment broker. Like mm-hmm. there are a bunch of different brokers for the same apartment. Um, yeah. But that apartment needs to get some parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So uh, I, the whole the end goal is the same, I think. Yeah. They want them to not be put down. And I mean, a puppy's not going to be, you know? But I mean, Old, the, yeah. yeah, the goal is yeah. get as many adopted. So yeah. I think they're all kind of working together for the common good, mm-hmm. you know. Um, how many recommendations did you have to have? I think we had two. And were they had to be like personal references, work references? Personal. Okay. And they want to know how, like, yeah. how you are with animals. and I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's just making sure you care. So, <laughs> you know. And you're not a fucking if, creep, I guess. If yeah. you wanted to buy a puppy, you could just buy one without having all this sort of background information and like yeah. adopting. You, you, Yeah. Okay. Like I work in the West Village and when I get off at um, West 4th, there's, or wait, whatever. It's somewhere in the West Village. There's this puppy shop and you, I always walk by it. And I was walking by it a lot for um, before we got our dog. And there's just, there's loads of them, loads of puppies in a window. Um, and I could walk in, spend $2,000 and come out with like a purebred Pomeranian. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, so it's, like whenever if so if you want it, like, you know, if you needed like a specific kind of dog like that, then you're sort of stuck buying one. Or is that 
I yeah. I think some people have in mind. I want like my my parents. We always had German shepherds. We had two German shepherds. We had one mutt named George, who's like a poodle mutt, and he was crazy, and I loved him. But <laughs> we had two German shepherds, and my dad just went to a farm where they bred German shepherds and got one there. Yeah, interesting. I don't know exactly how my parents, my dad, found this place, but we have a golden retriever who is like a purebred golden retriever, which doesn't super matter. We're not like breeding them, but I think my dad like looked up, like found a good place. And then our other dog is an Australian shepherd. Oh, and I love both. Oh, God, I love them so much. They're beautiful, perfect dogs. They actually are both very beautiful. <laughs> um, but the other, the Australian shepherd, my mom and I were at a flea market and we saw, we went through like this dog section and it was like so rainy that day. And the dogs were just like covered in mud we saw this dog who had beautiful blue eyes and we spent a hundred dollars that day and bought him even though we were not planning on it. And (laughs) I think in part because it was like, Oh, it's so sad. They're not being treated well. Yeah. But no. So there are some good farms. Yeah. Right. The idea of like puppy mill is that they're breeding them too much. So it's like, they'll have dogs that have had too many litters. Like, and when you have dogs having too many litters, or some kind of like inbreeding, it creates issues in their health. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is, while like purebreds in different kind of like fashions are something that you desire, the way they look and their breed, actually when they're mixed with different breeds, they tend to be healthier. Yeah. And like can live longer. Another so. thing I know about puppy mills is that like sometimes they'll be like, oh, there's this Australian Shepherd. Oh, but its ears are not quite right. So they like... We'll do some like changing, like mm-hmm. some like like we'll clip the ears to like make it look more like mm-hmm. yeah, or docking tails and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the whole like dog show world is interesting to yeah. me. Uh, like this is what this dog should look like. I don't know. I I love all dogs and would have been happy with every single dog we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, I particularly love Australian Shepherds, and I love Border Collies. <laughs> and we weren't going to get a big dog. We were going to get a medium dog. And now we have a great Pyrenees and possibly Anatolian Shepherd mix, which is going to be as big as Matt. Hmm. Like it's going to hmm. be a, yeah. he's going to be like a buck 50 plus. Yeah. Just so. a giant dog. Hmm. A big boy. Ugh. Big old doggy. I love puppies. I like dogs, but I've never owned one. Yeah. That's my story. I love, whenever I'm near a dog, I like the dog. Yeah, your dog person. No, just not you. Never had. I like dogs and I like cats. I just have never. I re- I've just never really owned pets in my life. So they've never been a part of my thing. I think why is it dog versus cat? You know. Yeah, I like them all. I just enough people are. I know. Yeah, I, I, this is a good. We're three people who like both dogs and cats, but I yeah. do feel like you have to say that to people because people are yeah. very. No angry at the other animal sometimes no. like <laughs> yeah people hate cats or like Ugh. or like they'll be like yeah. oh dogs you have to pick up their poop i'm like that cat's pooping yeah you have to dog. you have to pick that up too just in a different way in a different way yeah yeah i would if i was forced to choose i would say i'm a cat person because mm-hmm. i like that they don't give a shit um <laughs> they're very cool yeah they're too cool for anything oh, um is that why you like me mm-hmm. <laughs> very cat like Matt. <laughs> You Matt know, is a cat. I always land on my feet. Um, yeah. You have nine lives? Nine lives. Feels like it sometimes. 
<laughs> Matt I don't just know what looked wistfully <laughs> off to the side. Um, he's also scratching at a post. Yeah, it's, he's going weird. He's it's real weird right now here. Lapping up the milk. Um, uh, that's for the tea. Um, but get out of there, <laughs> Matt. Stop. <laughs> get shoe. Oh, um, oh, he's purring though. Oh. Um. What a great improv scene that was. Yeah, um, that was really good. Um, but I truly love dogs. I particularly love my parents' dogs, Vegas and Reno, whom... I, I love like. that their names are Vegas and Reno. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vegas was first, and it took us so long to name him. We all had to agree. We all had different ideas. Mm-hmm. And then finally, my mom was one day like, Vegas. And we were like, yes. It clicked. Um, and then we got Reno second, and Reno was to fit a theme, even sure. though I desperately wanted him to be named Remus after remus lupin mm. but it's okay i feel like there could be a misinterpretation with remus isn't that uh, uh maybe i'm thinking of the wrong person is there a character named that uh there's a roman myth of remus and romulus in the founding of rome mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is also where remus romulus comes from yeah was the name that i looked at that romulus. I liked. um yeah. but that so Re- reno fit a theme totally. um i like all these i like all of these names i like mm-hmm. your dog's name i like your dog's names <laughs> These are good names. Yeah. You know, it's funny. There's like a whole thing with naming. Like I'm on like, I was on like baby websites and then I was on ones where you like pick thematically. Right. So there's like funny names and cutesy names and regal names. And right. Like I was really into more like, yeah, like Greek God or like literary, which is what we went with references. Mm -hmm. I like um, when we were considering adopting the girl pup whose name was Tammy and she was fostered by our friend Kim Parker. Um, they, I was thinking of naming her if we got her Shannon Patricia O'Neill, the dog <laughs> after Spo hmm. mm-hmm. or um, Elizabeth Warren, the dog. I like the, the dog part. Right. Cause I wanted it to be, well, we would call them their name, but then I, I, I was thinking more like their Instagram name. Yeah. It's like yeah. a formal title. Yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Warren underscore the dog. Yeah. Um, I think Elizabeth, I think there is an Elizabeth Warren on Instagram already. Yeah. That's why I was <laughs> yeah. thinking, yeah, I, I need to um, save a name for my dog. Yeah. Um, and she has a dog. It's part of her campaign. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, if you don't have a dog, you should definitely not be running for president or be president. But didn't mm. Obama not get a dog until after he won as like a, that's what he told his daughters? Oh. Am I making that up? I might be making that up. You might. I don't know. That sounds right. Sure. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I saw this thing where people were getting upset that one of the daughters had a glass of rosé and oh, she's yeah. only 20. <laughs> yeah, her Facebook was leaked. And she has like, bad friends. You can't have a glass of rosé when you're 20. Yeah. Like, I, I wish. And that she wore like a bikini in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. She wore a bathing suit at the beach. What yeah. a crazy person. I think it's so, it's really sad that uh, people have to pick on, like, you know, you know, make fun of Barack Obama all you want if you don't like him. Because he ran for president and he is a public figure, like but leave, leave the girls kids alone. out of it. Yeah. Like they're not, they haven't yet to choose. I mean, maybe they'll be in politics or something, you know. But like until they have the you know, spotlight put on them, like yeah. don't make it be on them. Yeah, I mean, let's just talk about how freaking cute they are and like how much they look like their beautiful mother. Like yeah. you don't need to give them a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite thing was that apparently Amelia had like post notes that said donald trump sucks like that's not exactly what it said but that was the theme and people were like she hates donald trump and everyone was like well yeah obviously like he most of us do make well (laughs) most of us do most of us do and also he like has literally mocked 
her father right like she has more in personally yeah, like invested there's in a it. investment personally into yeah. that dislike yeah, absolutely she um, can like and dislike whoever she oh, wants yeah. she's her own person yeah um let's go back to dog adoption let's go back to dogs <laughs> um uh, sidebar dogs dogs okay so, i want to know yeah. about your process of bringing this dog home it was crazy in that like since i had been like i'm set on doing this so i i normally work saturday night but i decided i don't want the dog to be back the first night and just be like bye morgan bye peace peace here's this baby (laughs) so we we get this dog where you get um his name is max time we have we have this cuddly little boo you that you can't put on the ground because they don't have all their vaccinations yet right um and then there's a lot of things that can make a little doggy sick so you're like can't put him down so one of us is holding him the whole time oh, in PetSmart. No. And, and then we have a cart. Mostly Morgan was holding him. And it's I a went, man's job. Man's job. <laughs> hold that dog. I went like, uh, like it was a shopping spree. And just got all the things. I was like, we need this. We need this. We need this. So we got a crate. Because crate training is really important. Um, you want to make it kind of like their home. Their little room. So that they're cozy in it. If you have to leave and put them in it. That they're not. Feel it like it's a little prison. Mm-hmm. So we got an enclosure to go around that, which day one he leapt over. So I was like, what a, <laughs> what a waste of $80. Um, and then, yeah, food, uh, puppy pads, brushes, shampoo. Like I just basically went and was like, what do you need? Buy everything. And then what I. What do you want, dog? <laughs> what do you, uh, yeah, I'm like, what kind of treats? Does do you this. Want? Thing give you joy dog yeah <laughs> absolutely uh was it spark spark joy does spark, spark joy. joy does it spark joy yeah um well yeah he's really insistent on the certain toy he didn't like it so we got rid of it um but so we we wrangle everything up and then i ordered a lift uh because like, we were in madison square park no um and you can't take that park. poor puppy on the subway no and then i had so we had so much stuff yeah like i it was insane yeah you would think i would have ordered some of it on amazon beforehand but i didn't no i just was like let's get that's it not, today that's less fun <laughs> that is less fun it's like yeah it was like christmas we just got everything so we take the dog in our laps in a left home and then we um i guess i always have off sunday monday and tuesday and i took off that saturday so we could just have four straight days with the dog I skipped improv practice. Like oh I was just like, God. "Whoa, can you believe this it?" Is serious. Wow, it's so serious. <laughs> How many improv practices? Uh, three. I oh think. my <sighs> God! I'm I'm dedicated, but I was oh. like, "This baby's got to get acclimated." So we uh, spent four days with them, just us together. And then the thing is, finding when with a puppy because they can't be by themselves, you need to find some friends and family. So we have a nice village. Helping us out. Takes a village. It's taken a village. (laughs) So my sister Celia was the first person to watch him the other day. And our friend Kim is Mm going to watch him next week. Oh. Yeah. But um, just getting him used to the house that day was interesting. Mm -hmm. He's an instant cuddler lover. Mm -hmm. You know. Will he sleep on your bed? No. And we're not going to do that. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Dogs think that. Uh, they're one of the alphas if they sleep with you. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, I'm an expert on dogs now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but according to my research, it's best if they don't because then and also he's going to be huge. Yeah. And my queen bed already has two grown ups in it. Yeah. So. 
we have him sleeping in the crate or in his enclosure that he doesn't that he can break out of. Yeah. We have him sleeping in there at night. And then when he's bigger, I'm just going to maybe put a puppy or a dog bed in our room. All right. At the foot of the bed. Um, it's funny that you say that about alpha dogs because um, my my parents don't love the dogs sleeping on the beds, but yeah, they do it anyways. And when I'm home, I specifically love to have them sleep on the bed because it makes me feel happy. But when... Yeah. They, one, don't understand personal space, so then I have no space to move. But I would describe neither of our dogs as alpha dogs. They're both insane. Um, <laughs> one is, like, actually has anxiety medicine. Oh. I know. Yeah. And the other one is, like, the sweetest, most docile boy. Like, it's the golden retriever. He's huge. A tiny dog could come, and he, like, cowers to this tiny dog. Aww. He, like, my nephew could, like, like drums on him and, like, pets him. And he's like, I'm just a dog, and I'm just sitting here. He's like the most docile dog in the entire world. Yeah, they're great with kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I love retrievers. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, here right now. No, I want. I wanted him to sleep in the bed, and yeah. then I I did research and was like, yeah, mm, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna regret it later. Yeah. But on the couch, he's totally allowed on the couch. Like I, yeah. I don't know why people get pets and then they don't want them on their stuff. Yeah, it's also sometimes you just can't control it. Like, right, let him sleep on the yeah. couch. Who Possibly cares? why I don't have pets because I would be too weird about my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> your pet's going to mess your stuff up. Well, see, that's I know this, and that's why I don't have one. Those are your responsible person, <laughs> you know. Get off my stuff. Yeah, that's mine. Cats. If you had cats, oh my god, they'd be knocking these Legos off all the time. That's well. So my whole thing is if cats I ever, if I ever got. If I ever got a cat, I w- I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'd have to put all my, like, I'd have to buy, like, display cases for my Legos so they'd be, like, in glass or whatever. And I was like, I, this seems like a real hassle. Because I also don't want to do that. But I would be insane enough to demand that my Lego, like, just because I get a cat doesn't mean I can't have Legos out anymore. <laughs> but I'm going to put them all in glass. Yeah. Again, this sounds crazy. And it's because I am crazy. <laughs> and it's also why I don't have a cat. <laughs> Wait, do you and the wife want to have kids? Uh, I don't know. All right, but if you do, the glass casing's probably still a thing. Uh, yeah, well, you know. Kids will eat, mess your Legos up. I, yeah, I, I, I would be, I would, up. I would be yeah. okay, I would be, be okay. Yeah. Here's the thing about kids versus a cat. <laughs> Cats would just screw up, pets would just screw up your Legos because they, they don't know personal space, they just walk wherever they want, they don't know what it, they don't know what's, like, any of it, like, I don't know. They just do it with reckless abandon. Where at least a child I get like, oh, it's because they want to play with it. Mm-hmm. And that I'd be okay with. Well, then they'd be a cool kid. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. If there's a kid here and that kid wants to play with my Legos, I'm not going to get mad yeah. <laughs> at them playing with say, my Legos. Like a cat can jump up to a top shelf sure. yeah. and knock stuff off. A kid can't really jump that high. <laughs> right. Not yet. And can't reach that high. I there. Yeah. I Any... Whether it is a child or a dog or a cat, I feel like my apartment is not designed for any of those right now. No, it's not <laughs> for them. Not, um, it's barely proved for me. So, <laughs> um, I will say that my friend Troy, Troy Van Gundy from a previous episode, uh, mentioning so many people, um, he collects Pyrex, which is what this episode was about. And it this like this expensive glassware. It's all over his apartment. It's like it's beautiful. Wait, like but the measuring cups. It's, you gotta listen to the episode. Right. No, but it's the <laughs> mid-century version of it where Got it's it. like beautiful patterns. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's beautiful. They used to, I'll show you a picture yeah, later. It's crazy. They made, I, I didn't know about this till we did this episode, that, the episode we're talking about, but yeah. like, yeah, he, he just, they're, 
yeah anytime i tell somebody they're like oh the glass like mixing bowls or oh the glass measuring cups or whatever because that's what they make now but they used to make just really nice looking cool patterns and it's like iconic mid-century kitchenware kind of stuff like if you ever see marvelous miss Maisel, yeah that's what she's using i gotta get me some fancy Um, pirates but he has a cat and a cat has never bothered his stuff so Maybe he has an appreciation right for, uh, <laughs> mid-century glass. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the thing about like any, like you could get the kind of cat that doesn't like climbing, but you never know until you have the cat yeah. and that you find out, oh, it's a climbing cat or not a climbing yeah. cat or whatever. I would want one of those cats that don't shed. Those look yeah. like fun. But not the hairless cat, right? They're Ooh. gross. No, Ugh. no, I hate no them. not that kind. The uh, only animal I hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor, poor, uh, Sphinx. Mr. Mr. E- Dr. Evil, Dr. Evil's, uh, <laughs> cat. Um, yeah, I, uh, I would want one of the ones that just like doesn't shed like the hypoallergenic yeah. ones or whatever. Those seem like cool. They seem great. <laughs> um, anyways, the probably not- thing that you said mm-hmm. made me think of, um, when we were discussing, <laughs> uh, me and the boy for talking about kids and having a puppy is like exhausting because kids are getting into stuff. But you have a good, like, year before they're doing that. That's true. And, like, we did not. So day one, Gus is, like, wanting to explore and running around, but he's just a baby. So imagine you gave birth and that baby was just like, I'm going to put this in my mouth right now. Like, as a toddler, they do that. But you've got time to, like, get to know them first. It's like Renesmee in Twilight. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I know what you're talking about. Uh, it's just like that. You're right. God, I'm not going to go too far into this. It's <laughs> it's not a great storytelling. But in Twilight, the last book, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> um, on Bella and Edward's hus- uh, honeymoon, they sleep together. Um, and what? I know, shocking. Um, I, vampire sperm is uh, intense, apparently. Um, oh, and they have a, they she becomes pregnant with... A vampire, half vampire baby, half person baby, because this is pre her turning into a vampire. Just like Blade. Uh, sure. Um, sure. I don't know. <laughs> but their baby mm-hmm. um, is immortal, but starts out as a baby and grows very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like is a toddler by like a weekend. Wow. Um, so like Renesmee, yeah. <laughs> she gives birth and it's putting stuff in his mouth. That is insane. Isn't there a whole vampire thing about how they stop aging? Yes, but she... Oh, my God. I guess she God. has to get to adult, right? Guys, you gotta, gotta read Breaking Dawn. Um, I once she gets, will not. <laughs> uh, you got to. Um, the movie is one of my favorite movies of all time because it's so bad. Um, she'll stop aging when she gets to adulthood. Mm-hmm. You see how that works? They what were very worried that she'd age so fast, but then they found another va- half-vampire baby uh, from Brazil, and they... We're like, oh, he's still alive and he's like 100 years old. Look how young he looks. Oh, my God. There's also a part where a a teenage werewolf imprints on a baby. It's very... It, listen. What is adulthood, though? Is it like 13 bat mitzvah style or is it like I, I, 21? It's not clear, but yeah. I'm going to say... 25 when you can rent a car without a surcharge. Um, yeah, or 35 when you can actually run for president. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to say in terms of hot Twilight lore, um, it's whenever you're the hottest... <laughs> Oh, well, sure. So 18. Sure. 35. Yeah, Yeah, 35. (laughs) I mean, I'm hotter now than when I was 18. That's for sure. So for you, 35. For Renesmee, who knows? Who knows? It's different per person. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
Hmm. I'm just thinking about the logic of all that. Uh, That's there's fun. no logic in it. <laughs> it. Sounds like it's, I think it's all logic. Yeah. Uh, um, I was told there's a scene where they play baseball in the snow. Yeah, to amuse. That's the only part of Twilight I've ever been told to watch. It's, it's a fine scene. I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it. Um, no, my favorite like scene in all of Twilight is in the Breaking Dawn part two. Um, my favorite movie of all time. Um, there's a scene where there's going to be a big climactic battle and they have it. And then it's it's just a dream sequence and it didn't happen because uh. they stretched a movie out that needed to be 30 minutes into an hour and a half. Half of it is a scene that didn't actually happen. No, excuse me. 30 minutes of the scene is a scene that didn't actually end up happening. It was just mm-hmm. a in the mind. Um, literally, I'm pretty sure half an hour is dedicated to the credits where they thank everyone who's ever been in Twilight. <laughs> and then there's half an hour of just the movie. Um, I love it. Sounds terrible. I love it. Uh, I want to I go watch it. Later. You have to. Yeah. But I got to watch the other ones first, right? Uh, uh, no. Okay. I'm going to be honest. No. You're going to be lost if you don't read. Uh, the, you uh, might not know who the characters are, but it's not relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I know Robert Pattinson. No, he's in it. He's very handsome. Bella Swan. And I'm is. I'm the his team, not the other team. Taylor. Taylor Lautner. Where the am I getting that right? It's, yeah. It's team people. Jacob and Team. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what's the other one? Team Jacob and Team Edward. Edward. I was Team Jacob. I'm Team Edward. Uh, right. Uh, wow. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but except for in Breaking Down Part Two, it gets very weird, and you're on no one's team. Um, but is he still? look like robert Pattinson. yeah he still looks like robert right Pattinson. then i'm team him yeah. um let, let's go back to adoption let's talk about um, dogs <laughs> we should wrap up soon but mm-hmm. um how has your life changed um it's so crazy i never love something so much i want to just shove him up inside me and like give birth to him <laughs> i really do i love him so mm-hmm. much he's and and then you like the idea of like being careful with you don't want to over like coddle them and it, sometimes it's intense when you're like hugging and kissing a dog like they don't want it if they get like a half moon in their eye and their ears go back they're not into it mm-hmm. um, but sometimes he is like sometimes he's like licking me and going crazy so I I don't know I'm like obsessed with him I love him so much and I'm so 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 tired mm-hmm. because he needs to get acclimated to his parents really whack schedule. Which is never going to be the same. No. Sometimes, like we're both in comedy, and and then, you know, I'm I work very late, so he might be really chill, and then I come home say, the other night, like five thirty six in the morning, because I closed, and I wake him up, but he, it's not time for him to wake up yet. No. So it's like really, just getting like acclimated no. to. He's never going to have like a consistent schedule. No. Um, but it's like the best, it's like the best feeling in the world. Like having the cutest little fluffiest, happy tongue out, like little (laughs) creature be so happy that you're there. It's like the nicest thing in the world. Have you noticed him already getting bigger? Yeah. He's already like so much bigger. In fact, he was bigger than the weight that was on his sheet. We weighed him and we're like, Oh, we're not feeding him enough. Like, (laughs) Um, my favorite thing about puppies is how big their paws are because they haven't grown in the t- into them yet. Oh yeah, oh, his God, paws so are the indication of how big he's gonna yeah. be. You can tell. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Puppies. So it's like totally positive, but kind of like kind of scary because mm-hmm. you don't want to like do things wrong. Yeah. You want to have a good dog. Yeah. That doesn't bite. Yeah. And that is happy. Mm-hmm. And that like 
you know, poops outside. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the things you want. And yeah. Yeah. Just like a no. good, a good boy and a happy boy. Have That's you started you training? Potty training? We've doing the puppy training. pads. Yeah. Like puppy pads. Yeah. And he's really good with it. Um, but he can't, yeah, he can't go outside yet because mm. um, d- dogs can get like seriously all like Parva is one of them. If they, um, if there's an unvaccinated dog and then they get um, sick from uh, the feces and they can oh. die. And dogs are constantly smelling and licking and yeah. touching everything. <laughs> you know, what's a trick I learned to get them to not eat their own poop is you feed them pumpkin. So, uh, Mom's picking up some pumpkin later. You give him the pumpkin chai. Oh, <laughs> he's a sophisticated boy. I bet you he would love it. Mm. Yeah. Um, one more question. Yeah. Um, was there ever a consideration that you would adopt an older dog, or did you always want a puppy? So yeah, we were open to all ages mm-hmm. and um, all breeds. Like I love pit bulls, even though they have a bad rap. Um, I I love all ages of dogs. I didn't want like a super senior dog because I thought mm-hmm. how terribly sad that would be for me. Yeah. It's no, that'd selfish. Be, so, it'd be really hard. No, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, just for my first dog, like when I'm older, I, I would, I would love to be a rich lady with a farm and have like a hundred dogs. That's what John Stewart does. Yeah. He's a rich old lady with a hundred. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. I think he has like all, it's all like pit bulls or something too. Cause he is also like pro pit bull and trying to, you know, remove the stigma. Yeah, the stigma is so whack. It's like because people took a strong creature and then made them fight each other. It's not, it doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah. No. You know, people did that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I think sad. there's, I think people, because people still raise them to do that kind of stuff, they're still scared. Like if you see some of them you see walking down the street, you're like, oh, this owner like owns a pit bull so it can be mean. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you jerk. Yeah. Yeah. But like you, I've seen like little dogs that you wouldn't expect to be mean, be mean. Little you dogs know? can be so mean. Honestly, right. they're like not little dogs to me are meaner than bigger dogs. I mean, they definitely can be. And yeah. then maybe because they're scared because they're little. Yeah. You know, like so they're more Napoleon yeah. complex or whatever. I definitely, I don't know that I've ever seen a chill little dog, but I definitely see lots of chill bigger dogs yeah. where they're just like, they don't seem to give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, they don't fuck. They're just like walking around. I mean, you, I mean, there's definitely, you know, bigger dogs with lots of energy, but I feel like every little dog is like, like a, a maniac. Yeah. Jumping around. Yeah. Uh, all the dogs we've ever had. I'm like fascinated by dogs in the city because they like don't go up to every single person that goes past them to they're get used petted. To it. Um, but when we take our dogs on a walk, they're like, people. I got to go to them. Oh, I weigh more than you. I'm going to drag you all the way across the, the across this path because I got to I got to go see those people over there. And I'm like, Vegas, stop. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. So I'm fascinated with dogs. Here. <laughs> That's great. Um, the thing I love about like dogs in general and like people is like they're like are, are projecting our feelings <laughs> onto them. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm like, oh, he feels this. And then I'm like, oh, you're a human. <laughs> That's like one of the biggest fights Morgan and I have ever gotten in. It's like how much the dog understands. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, they know this. And it turns out if you get a rescue dog, you it's it's more appropriate to change their name because they might have negative associations with their previous owners. Wow. Yeah. So I, that was yeah. one of the things I was like, would you just change my name? And then it turns out. No. There's like good reason to change a name, yeah. you know? Yeah. So. Cause it's like the degree to which, I mean, they're probably not super aware of the concept of a name, but they're, they know 
when you're saying that word, it means them. Kind the association. Of yeah. So like, yeah. So the old name, yeah. If their if their old owner was mean or something like that, yeah. And they're like they associate you know the word as like a mean, almost like a swear word or something to them. Yeah. Uh, Max. Yeah. So they. Yeah. Right. Oh, I guess one point I forgot to bring up to you guys is that I'm we're we're raising our dog with like only positive reinforcement. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no point in yelling at a dog. There's no point in yelling at your dog. Um, if you reward the good behavior, the dog will get it. I'm going to tell you something, and I mean this in the best way. You're such a private school parent. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am. I'm like a helicopter mom. Yeah. Um, I will be when I have children as well. They'll be on Broadway um, living <laughs> their dreams, uh, their mother's dreams, because I'm tone deaf. Um, but Morgan has a beautiful voice, so hopefully they get those pipes. I'll only have him sing to them. Oh, well, yeah. I don't want to ruin them. Yeah. yeah. Their pitch will be so off by me. But yeah, I'm a private school parent and um, Gus will be a good boy and he will be, uh, he will be a sweetie. But yeah, we will never, ever yell at him. It's, if you give them food when they're good, they'll keep being good. Mm -hmm. That's just like, I don't know. It just works. And if you, I don't know, scream at them, they're like, why are you yelling at me? I'm a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. I see people yelling at dogs all the time and I'm like. In the, but they'll, like in English, you know, like they'll say like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dog. that dog has no idea what you just said to it. It just, right. you're screaming at it. Like, oh, yeah. and they've, I, it's, it's so weird. I mean, even yeah. like, uh, sorry to compare kids and dogs so much, but like, like Montessori approach. I'm like, let your dog be happy and like thrive. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, like a kid, like they'll grow up to be more well adjusted because it's like mean to be mean to people yeah. Don't and be dogs. Mean. Don't be mean. Everyone just yell less. Just yell less. And, mm. you know, reward with food. <laughs> Here's oh, a treat. I wish people would reward me with food more. <laughs> yeah. I'll get by you some candy cigarettes. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's what you call Love a callback, good, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby. Love a good callback. Well, it probably means we should end this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a perfect callback, so yeah. it's a perfect time. No, blackout. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have any last things you want to add? Um, no, just that I strongly promote adoption. I guess that would be the main, that's the main thing here. Yay, Muddy Paws Rescue. Um, my last question for you is what were the other, other topic considerations? Oh, yeah. Let me see. I have a list for you. Because, um, well, it's a list for me. But uh, I thought it would be interesting to talk about birth order because I have a huge family. I'm the fourth of eight children. <laughs> Sidewalk etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I I get so aggro when people are bad at walking. God, when people stop in front of you, I'm like, there's so much room. Move. Wait, you're a couple holding hands. Stop it. Single file. That kind of thing. I don't know if we can Or like talk hold about hands, that. but then like go behind go when behind. you need to. Just so other people can walk. No. I know that. I think as New Yorkers, we could all talk about that for an hour. Yeah. Um, and it's um, Sex in the City screwed everyone up because they walk for like a, a, a next to each other and every set of four women do that now. and it's in new york yeah blah, blah, blah. God, so many carries so many carries what what are you i'm a, i'm a miranda samantha um i don't honestly know but i uh, i would say i honestly am probably a charlotte you're a hundred percent charlotte and a carrie mix yeah who am i um <laughs> you're mr big mm-hmm. <laughs> no he's an aiden for sure which of the four women am i <laughs> <laughs> charlotte and what does that mean? That means I'd say like maybe a Miranda. Oh yeah, and you could be a Miranda mean? Charlotte mix. Yeah. I mean uh, it's like smart but like a little reserved. 
Mm. Okay. There's like there's like cool, slutty, smart, and reserved. Is basically like, the, and I I can I consider myself smart and slutty. Apparently. Okay. And what am I? What am I? I'm I'm a Miranda with a bit of Charlotte. Yeah, you're yep. smart and reserved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, let's see. Bartending, which is I don't know, boring. But then I guess Andrew did his tiki drinks thing, so it made me think drinks. Uh, oh, and then this is one that is interesting. Um, I'm re- the thing I mentioned to you is I'm really good at. Uh, I'm like a sleuth because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of law shows. Yeah, and I have tracked down thieves more than once in my life of things they've stolen from you. Yes. Wow. Uh, like a guy who had my credit card number, and I. I had my card yeah. and he had my number and was using it all over town and I figured it out because I called the places and then I ended up going to one of the places and catching him in the act and calling 911 Wow! and got him arrested and he had a bunch of bench warrants out for things like that. That's hmm. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. And then the other one, this is really dumb. I Venmoed the wrong person the other day. Uh, I was supposed to Venmo Matt Starr, my improv coach and well, oh, I shouldn't have probably said that name, but anyway, I Venmoed some other guy and then... Uh, he didn't send it back to me when I requested it. So since I'm Kevin Bacon of Philadelphia, I figured out somebody else who knew him. And then I got it back. Wow. Pretty good. True story. I feel like there, if someone Venmoed me randomly, I'd be like, yeah, of course, have your money back. Of course. You wouldn't cancel the request, would you? No. Because you're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a, a vigilante for justice. personal social justice. What, what did you say to the person that you found? Like, were you like, your friend didn't return this money to me? Or like... Yeah, I said, <laughs> hey, long time no speak. Very long time no speak. I see you got married and such. Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I did this mistake. And uh, can you please tell your friend that we know each other so that I can please have that back? Because in my heart, $60 is like, four dog toys and a bag of food <laughs> and you're taking like things out of my puppy's mouth is like where I was. You should have just sent him a picture of the dog. I'm like, you're, you're stealing kibble from this baby. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Those all sound fun, but we went on a good one. Yeah. And we even had a callback at yeah. the end for the, a double, a second callback to go back to the dogs from stealing the money. Yeah, there you go. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Plug, I guess, um, well, my team, Canadian Boyfriend, we do a monthly show, often at the Pitch Striker, sometimes the Loft. Um, it's called Date Night with Canadian Boyfriend. And then I have another team that sounds kind of similar, Dad's New Girlfriend. Uh, we do a show called Getting to Know You with Dad's New Girlfriend. We're not trying to replace your mom. We just want to be friends. <laughs> uh <laughs> And then I've got it, and we'll be on a show tonight with Alpaca. Yes, but team. that's the past. That's the past. It'll be you'll you'll have missed a great show. Yeah. Sorry um, for you all who suck. Sorry for everyone. Sorry that's y'all. Too too bad. And then um, Matt's gonna probably do something. Oh, that would be great. I am very excited <laughs> to see that. Yeah, let's see what I do. And then <laughs> my friend Mike Russell and I are uh, producing, and we'll be putting out a web series called Dairies of Our Lives. And I'll be out soon. Let us know when you do and we can yeah. Instagram it or yeah. tweet it. It's going to be very silly. Yeah. 
And then like we'll get David's tea to promote you guys. And I'm going to get like the milk council to promote us. Um, <laughs> we'll just be, we'll all be billionaires. Oh, cannot God, wait I to can't be a billionaire. Wait, and I hope to be taxed on my 70% marginal tax rate. Oh, we will all be paying those and we'll be huge philanthropists. Yeah. And then we'll start our own improv school. I have a plan for the three of us. Okay, great. <laughs> Good. Someone needs to. <laughs> I don't have a plan. But now uh, I do. Now you do. Okay, Kate. Thank you for coming here. Thank you so much for having me. It's a dream fulfilled. No wow. problem. Thank you so much for having a dream. <laughs> to be on this podcast i mean you're welcome dream and a plan yeah. both fulfilled it was like the day i saw matt at my bar i was like i want to be on that podcast it was your way in Just i knew meeting it. me plant the seed right there you go yeah um all right we're good right we don't have any uh, corrections or anything nope mm-mm. cool well i've been matt armando i continue to be emily riggins and this has been tbd with matt emily I think I got a little too loud there. Love you. Bye.